what's up guys it's been a while hasn't it um yeah so basically i was just wanting to give my uh, opinions on some recent ufc fights and uh you know i've missed you guys man it's been a hot minute uh i haven't been on here in a while um and i'm ready to get back to it so let's talk about this upcoming fight in ufc we have kevin holland versus marvin vittori and this is gonna be in my opinion it's gonna be a war you know holland's coming off of a loss to uh brunson you know, I would suggest him to stop all the talking. You know, I, I don't mind it. Um, but when you're so focused on talking in a fight and, and you don't have... You know, because in my fights, you know, you know, I have some good opponents. Um, but I never talk in the middle of a fight. It, I, I can talk during a press conference, but I never... I never talk during whenever I'm fighting someone. Like, um, my recent fight against uh, Aaron, actually. I did no talking at all i was so just i was in i was in the moment and i was ready and then you know i got that third round tko so yeah uh i'm probably gonna delete my other podcast on this profile because they were just really cringe i was listening to them yeah <laughs> um so yeah i'm kind of probably gonna start back from where i was uh on the podcast uh side of things and uh yeah you know I've been having a good amount of fun. I'm getting ready for this upcoming fight with Aaron again. You know, I'm probably going to take off the, uh, you know, my wins are probably going to get taken off. The first two wins I got against him again. You know, maybe Waylon, he'll come fight me. Uh, You know, I, just, I submitted Jalen. You know, if there's any way that we can fight again. Because, you know, I know that he right now is on sort of a temporary retirement. Not from fighting in general, but just from the backyard. I, I don't know what the whole deal with that is, but um, you know, I never like to talk during my fight. Uh, so yeah, you know, I just I hope that I can become you know a UFC triple champ. That's kind of my goal. Uh, you know, I'm I'm training, I'm doing all that. But anyway, back to the Holland versus Vittori uh, thing. I think the my predictions for the fight, I think Vittori's going to get it. I don't think it's going to be maybe a knockout. I think either it's going to be submission or decision by Vittori. Um, Vittori's on a streak right now, man. He's he's doing good, and I feel like he deserves that rematch with Izzy. I mean, he's becoming, you know, really relevant. He's 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 doing really good. Uh, you know, Holland, I feel like he's going to talk too much, and it's kind of going to be the same deal with Brunson. He's not going to learn from his mistakes. Which, that's his character, you know, that's how he built himself, like, Connor, he built himself from the trash talk in the press conferences, stuff like that, and now Holland's doing it all the time, so, I don't know, it's not even really trash talk, he just talks to his opponents, and to me, that's like, I don't know, man, that's really risky, um, like, um, uh, even Brunson said that he wasn't focusing on transitioning, uh, Holland wasn't focusing on transitioning on the ground, he was just so worried about talking, and yeah, that, that's kind of where I, where I see this going with Vittori. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to say maybe round three submission to, or uh, round two submission or decision. I don't think it will be round one, but yeah. Um, now moving on, you guys know my favorite fighter is Conor McGregor. Unfortunately, he lost to Dustin Poirier in, I think, January. You know, that was very sad for me. That was a very sad moment for me. Uh, you know, he did good. This calf kicks, man, I swear. 
He ain't dealt with something like that before he even uh, said that, you know, the inside leg kick is okay. He can deal with that, but not the outside leg kick. It's different when you're facing a southpaw, and he's a southpaw. You know, I'm orthodox, and I don't know, man. He just, he, he couldn't deal with those calf kicks, and then he started backing up, and he kind of, I feel like Connor, he just didn't made so much money, and now it's just all gotten to his head, and now he doesn't really compete like he used to. He, he's in it for the money now. He just wants to get his money and go home. He doesn't want to stay there and compete. Like, well, he does want to compete, but he doesn't try. You know what I'm saying? Which I don't want to admit it, but I feel like that he does tap easily because he just want, like if he's in that uncomfortable position, he can't stand it. Like he loves to strike. As you guys know, I'm a striker as well, uh, but I love to go to the ground. You know, what I'm saying like, let's say at 20 wins, I want to have at 20 wins. I want to have four submissions and 16 wins, and I mean, and 16 knockouts. I don't want to have any, like, decision wins because I like to finish my opponents. So, I really want, like, I want more knockouts and submissions, but I don't want people to underestimate my ground game. And that's what they're doing to Connor. They're underestimating him because he has one submission and 22 wins. Yeah, that's not going to be the same deal with me. Uh, right now, I have one submission and two knockouts. <laughs> And, you know, man, I'm just chilling. Uh, I'm ready for, for, you know, Wellen to come. Maybe, you know, fight him as well. And, yeah, so, uh, you know, Connor, he, he was doing good in the first round. And then the calf kick started building up. He was doing some good clinch work. He definitely had the advantage in the clinch. Using all of his shoulders. And then he got, you know, and then he got calf kicked. Man, I bet this hurt, man. Uh, I've been kicked in the calf before. It doesn't feel good. Um, but, yeah, you know, he was just... He was just getting hurt with those calf kicks, and then he backed up, and then Poirier teed off, and yeah, man, it's like, I mean, Gregor, he, he's lost his style, man, he's trying to act like he's a boxer, and he's not, he's not a boxer, he needs to stop acting like he's a boxer, he's not, he's a kickboxer, he's a taekwondo specialist, he's a karate specialist, he needs to stop with the boxing stuff, like, I mean, it's awesome, I love boxing, but if he's going to do in that boxing sense, he needs to go, like, not, I'm saying not switch, but, like, go to a boxing match. Then, In my opinion, MMA is better than boxing, and MMA is better than kickboxing. MMA is my favorite type of combat sport. But he can't stand like that in MMA, like, I don't know, man. It just, whenever you do something like that, and he's, and he's trying to switch and fighting Mayweather, and then he was doing all this boxing training, it's just... It's not good when you're gonna get up against someone like Poirier, and then if he would have stuck with that hands down style with those kicks, I think he could have possibly won that. Although the calf kicks were there, I don't know, man. He would have had better movement in and out movement, but he was just so flat footed, and it looked, it honestly looked bad on him. He, lo- I mean, he looked good that fight, but it just made him look like he was coming out of his prime, and he's not. I know he can fix that. I know he has the potential to fix that. But, but yeah, you know, um, I'm excited to see him compete again July 10th. I'm excited, man. You know, yeah, um, I'm excited for that match. You know, I'm cheering for McGregor, but there's no telling uh, who will win. Um, anyway, now that that's out of, way, out of the way, I want to go ahead and talk about another scum. Well, McGregor's not a scum, I'm saying that there's this one scum. You guys know him, more than likely. I mean, he goes by the name, or his name is... Jake Paul. So, you know, we have in like, like, today's the ninth, I think. So, 
eight days until Paul, uh, Ben Askren and Jake Paul go at it. Ah, that is going to be exciting. But, you know, I don't know. Like, obviously, Jake's a better boxer. Unless, you know, I would love to, like, for this to be, like, a an act that Ben is doing with the whole striking situation. Obviously, not in MMA, but, like, now he's actually gotten a lot better, hopefully. Like, I'm hoping get us an act, and then he just comes in there looking like freaking Floyd Mayweather. Or Mike Tyson in his prime. Something like that. That would be awesome, just as short as Jake. I don't wish on anyone's downfall, and I'm not wishing on Jake's downfall. I hope he does a, does very good in boxing. I hope he goes 50 and 50 and 1. But I do think that sometimes people need to be regulated. And if I ever got out of hand and started acting like I was all that, I need to someone to regulate me, to humble me. But I don't. I don't act out of hand. And if he wasn't acting like this, I'd, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, you got this. Uh, you know, but I, I never really liked Jake Paul. I never did. You know, he's freaking cringe. He's freaking disrespectful. He's all of the above. So, yeah, you know, um, I hope Ben shuts him up. I hope he knocks him out. Uh, Jake is talking a whole lot of smack. Uh, you know, again, I, I wish that Jake the best, and I hope he does very good. But, yeah, um, I'm excited for that match. I'm cheering for Ben. I like how everyone was going against Ben, and all of a sudden he's, like, amazing now. I never went against Ben. I thought he was funny. I thought he had a, a cool act that he was playing, so. Yeah. Um, you know, he put on the act where he would just always trash talk, but it was, like, a, a playful trash talk. It wasn't actually supposed to get to you. And, yeah, you know, best of luck to both of the guys. Um, but we also have another uh, UFC fight coming up. And it's a big return of Nate Diaz. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, dude. Um, you know, I think I'm cheering for Nate, but that's just, that's going to be rough for Nate. Let's be honest, that's going to be rough for Nate. I mean, Leon Edwards has been so active, and he's been competing like crazy, and he's on a big win streak, and he's been beating people left and right. And he has a great record. Nate's got a good record, but he's been inactive for two years, three years, or something like that. It's just, it's, you know, I'm not saying Nate can't do it, because obviously he can if he gets it to the ground. He's just his jiu-jitsu, you know, his Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He could, he could, he could win, obviously. But I'm just saying there's probably more of a chance for Edwards to win. I put my, like, I, if, if, I, if I was one of you guys that are betting, I would put my money on Edwards. Um... It just, you know, when you take time off like that, and this goes same for McGregor as well, like, when you take time off like that, it just doesn't reflect well on you, you know? So, yeah, um, you know, McGregor, he just, he's a great fighter. In my opinion, it's just ring rust. You know, he keeps taking a year break, two-year break, and he's getting, you know, if you look, he was on a 13-fight one streak, and then he lost, and then he won. I think twice or once or twice, and then he lost, and then he won, and then he lost. That's not counting the loss against Floyd Mayweather either. I'm just talking about MMA. But um, yeah, I'm excited for that fight, man. I'm excited for all these fights. Uh, you know, recently we had a new heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou. Gracious, that was brutal. I uh, I was I was like I was thinking that Stipe was gonna take it home. Like obviously I know that Francis has crazy power. I mean, seeing what he did to the Ream, see what he did to freaking uh, Rosenstruck. 
But you see what he did to all these people, man. It's just scary. It's really scary. He's a scary guy. Seriously, and he's improved a lot. And I wish him the best. And, you know, Stipe, I hope he gets to recovering. He's still probably the, the greatest heavyweight. Second greatest heavyweight. Tied with the greatest heavyweight. You know, they're one and one. Maybe they have to do it again. You know, I mean, it's just Francis, you know, in my opinion, you never lose a fight. You either win or you learn. And you can see that. Like, if you look, Dustin Poirier learned his mistakes in the Connor rematch. Uh, Francis learned his mistakes in the Cipe in the uh, rematch. You know, they just, you, you have. The winner doesn't have that much to learn because they're like, okay, well, I beat this guy so I can just do the same thing to him and beat him. No, you don't know what he's going to pop out with. But the, the dude who got beat knows the techniques and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, I'm excited uh, for what the future events that they hold. You know, we got the freaking uh, Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira. <sighs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know, in my opinion, Tony Ferguson is probably one of the best lightweights of all time he's good at the MNR role he is probably one of the best records in the game 25 and 5 that's beast mode he's a beast uh Charles Oliveira though he's been on a he's been in a role man but Michael Chandler made his debut his last fight against Dan Hooker and he knocked him out you know I hope Dan Hooker can make you know can, can come back and you know go back on a roll again you know we'll see uh yeah, you know, I'm excited. I think that, I think if it goes to the ground, it would be a really good match as well. I mean, regardless of if it's standing up or go to the ground, it's still going to be a good match. But, you know, Michael Chandler is a wrestler, and Oliver is a jiu-jitsu guy. And in my opinion, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is better than wrestling in terms of, like, like, what it can do for you. And also how fun it is. I mean, they're both pretty fun, but yeah, I mean, they're pre- pretty similar. Uh, but, yeah, so if I put my money on it, I'd go with Oliveira. Uh, I do think Michael Chandler probably has a striking advantage, though, I'd assume. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I'm excited. Uh, anyway, um, you know, well, I mean, we'll see who wins. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to the events, all the great events, you know, we had. We're going to have TJ Dillashaw coming back off of EPO's. You know, he got suspended. But, hey, he's going to come back and he's going to fight Corey Sanhagen. Corey Sanhagen's a beast. And, yeah, and some other sad sad news. You know, Demetrius Johnson just got knocked out by a knee to the face while he was grounded. I don't know. Do you guys think that should be legal? I think it should be illegal because I feel like that's a little too... I kind of agree with Aljamain on, on that is vicious. Um... But I still think that Alderman kind of acted his way into that. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. Yon definitely deserves a rematch. Yon was winning that fight. But yeah, and uh, Eddie Alvarez also just got disqualified, which is also... <laughs> I think that Eddie Alvarez <laughs> did not deserve to get disqualified. I mean, the dude was <laughs> did t- taps to the side of the head. He probably hit him with a light fly strike in the back of the head once. It's like, chill, dude. He deserves it. He, ne- he needs to get that overturned, and he was asking for that, and I agree with him. Anyway, yeah, guys, uh, hope you enjoyed. God bless you all. Peace.